Hey, welcome, Politics Guys supporters, to our exclusive, uh, I guess we're calling it after show, or is it Politics Guys After Dark? What what are we calling it, Jay? Yeah, I like the after hours, but again, it's, I mean, truth be told, it's like a quarter after 11 exactly. in the morning, so, you know, so it's not really, you know. After hours, I'd be asleep, so that's what happens. You get this sort of, yeah, it's but, not this you know vision of like cocktails and smoking jackets and no, so forth. No, sadly, no, none of that. But, uh, you know, there, there are a couple of things that uh, I wanted to talk about. You know, I'm sure you heard the Obama signed a big production deal with netflix did you hear yeah. about that i don't know exactly I did. probably probably not probably not watching any of them yeah what what they're going to be doing <laughs> exactly i mean they already signed that big book deal i forget the publisher but 65 million dollars or something like that for their biographies and one thing we know it certainly is profitable to be an ex-president um you know I, more more and more so so but i'm not exactly clear i don't think anyone's exactly clear what they're going to do except create content which can mean all kinds of things, obviously. I think they're even talking about some reality shows, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, it sounds pretty interesting. Investors are pretty hot. And uh, after they announced this, Netflix stock uh, rose by more than 2%. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to the Obama programming on Netflix. You know, you know how I feel about the Obamas. Yes? No? Big fans. Yes, I, I suppose. I suppose it's a positive thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, um, for 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 myself and people like me, I think uh, President Obama was the most uh, uh, intelligent, intellectual, dignified. Uh, he's been my favorite president, basically. Uh, and so, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing more of him. You know, interesting. I on this point, there was an article, and I forget where it was. I think Splinter was the source saying that. Uh, Barack Obama has sucked as a post-president. And, and basically the argument was that he hasn't kind of gotten in people's faces and been all, you know, talking about how awful things are and stuff like that. I don't know. To me, that used to be what made for a good post-president. You know, exactly. you, you stayed out. Of I think it still is what makes, I think it still is what makes good for a good post-president. And I would say that the, the places where Barack Obama has failed is is where he has sort of jumped in and, and started to complain about what the, yeah. the new guy's done. And, you know, I think he's done overall, actually. He's pretty much fit in that model. He hasn't said a ton of stuff. He's pretty much stayed in the background and so forth. And that's exactly what I want my uh, ex-presidents to do, especially when the person who replaces them is from, you know, the the, the other party. And so, yeah, I, I think that's a, a norm that's worth uh, worth keeping, but I guess a lot of people don't feel that way anymore. But you and I do, Jay. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy, comfortable with Barack Obama keeping quiet. <laughs> um, I bet you would be, yeah. No, on the, uh, on the Netflix thing, you know, look, I'm, I'm sort of, <laughs> to me, I'm sort of like, I guess it's sort of a big, I don't want to say nothing burger because that's a, a dumb, a dumb phrase, but, um, you know, this, this could be as, as big as when, uh, Al Gore launched his own radio network. Um, I think this will be a bit bigger, but yeah, I know. I know. You, you... I don't know. I mean, look, I think, I think these, these things, I mean, maybe he'll be a great television producer. Um, uh, maybe not. Uh, I would say the, the smart money is on the, maybe not, um, you know, there will be sort of some wonderful preachy kind of stuff that'll make people feel good and it'll go, you know, six months and, and then people will get tired of that. Um, especially if it is true. Now, now look again, maybe he's, he's going to do great. Uh, um, either way, I think it's, I don't see any 
you know, I, I suppose the the whole idea of cashing in on being a former president, uh, I think that's that that horse is out of the barn at this point. I suppose I could complain yeah. about that. And and look, if he's if he's making money uh, making TV shows, I suppose that is better for democracy than making money uh, or having your husband make money uh, making speeches yeah. that uh, you know which is pop to foreign governments. Yeah, which which has been well, kind of the traditional thing that many ex-presidents of both parties have done yeah. to kind of fulfill, refill the coffers. And so, yeah, I think this is a, 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 you know, a, a better approach, certainly, than that. But we'll, we'll see what the programming is. So, well, yeah, I mean, the last, the last thing I would, with those, there is, there's a little bit of, um, uh, you know, if you remember, there was talk uh, early on and this is this is sort of the with the assumption that Trump was going to lose the election because of course he was going to lose the election that he was going to start his own uh, TV production company and it would be this Trump TV and uh, my God it'll be horrible for democracy and and uh, it's going to be uh, uh, this is you know the the government you know the Trump propaganda and yada 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 um, I just want to throw that out there that you don't I don't hear the the wailing and gnashing of teeth uh, from the media that Barack Obama is going to be you know, sort of producing his own shows. Well, I think a lot's going to depend on what the content's going to be like, certainly. But, you know, you mentioned it, it is going to be very interesting to see what sort of an ex-president Donald Trump will be. Um, that should be... He's going to be a terrific ex-president. <laughs> of course, He's the going best. to be the best ex-president <laughs> ever. Oh, dumb of me to even ask. Yeah, you know. The other thing I wanted to talk about just briefly is uh, the NFL national anthem thing. So, as I understand it, what the league agreed to do is that saying that Hey, you don't have to stand for the national anthem if you're a player, but if you don't want to stand, you need to stay in the locker room. And well, there are going to be penalties for this, but they're not individual player penalties. They're team penalties. We're not really exactly saying what these penalties are, but they're going to be something or other, basically, right. which, wow. Talk about a screwy policy. And right away, to me, that just raises all kinds of like unconstitutional vagueness type of issues and so forth. And the Players Association is going nuts over it and so forth, you know, which is part of the reason they made it a team thing as opposed to a player thing. They thought they'd get around that. But to me, it just that the NFL just, I, I think this was like a, a bad compromise, essentially. You know what I would have liked to have seen is before, I believe it was 2009, I think it was 2009, mm -hmm. they, they weren't even, there wasn't even like a thing about everyone being on the field and all this. And so I just like to see, why don't we just not make this this huge jingoistic moment and not have these American flags that are like the size of Delaware on the fields and, and F-15 flyovers and so forth. And well, I think baseball does it a little like less. Eagles, eagles, too. Sometimes they have like eagles flying. Releasing eagles. Fly this, yeah. yeah. You know, I just think... I get it. This is what I guess people want. But it, this is the kind of Americanism, this sort of just in-your-face kind of brash sort of love it or leave. In fact, the president suggested that. He said something to the effect of, well, maybe these players just shouldn't even be in the country if they don't want to stand for the national anthem. Oh, God, whatever. But to me, the thing to do would be to just say, you know what, we're just going to not do this thing. Uh, but, of course, they wouldn't do that because, yeah, you think about who the base of support for the NFL is, and there are people who want this sort of thing. And so I get that. And it's all about ratings and so forth. But for me, as someone who is a lifelong professional football fan, has kind of a tortured relationship with the sport in the last few years, not because of this, but because of the whole concussion uh, type of thing, you know, I, I – 
that's the part of the game that I hate the most. But of course, the nice thing about DVRs is that I can just skip all of that, you know, and I just start right, right at the beginning. And so I see the well, play. It's not always tele. It's not always televised either. That's true too. Well, depending on where you're it? watching. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was always. All I know is that when we were growing up, there weren't these humongous flags draped. I mean, right. obviously, it's po- partly a post nine eleven sort of thing. But, but honestly, I don't want my foot my football to be inexorably linked with my patriotism. And I think you can be a patriotic American and have issues with policies of your country. In fact, some would say that that might be the essence of patriotism as opposed to a love it or leave it sort of thing. But again, let's not pretend that this decision has anything to do with patriotism or country or anything like that. This is a, this is a ratings type of business decision, basically. Yeah, I'm I'm of a couple minds on this, and actually, I agree with you on the, um, the the basic point of, I I mean, I think our country is maybe a little weird, and maybe we can hear from some of our other um, uh, overseas listeners. I mean that that we do have the whole national anthem thing before a sporting event. Um, I, again, I just never really seen like the logic to it. Yeah, um, I'm not against it. I love America. Uh, let's sing the anthem, but but it's just it just there was always sort of a, a funny disconnect. My sense is it probably goes back uh, and and maybe somebody can look this up for me. And then this is just my guess, but it probably goes back to some sort of 18th century baseball tradition that somebody started and uh, then everybody did it and everyone's done it since then. Um, 19th century baseball tradition. Uh, they didn't, weren't playing baseball in the 18th century, but um, yeah, I, I think that, that sports in general have gotten over into it's not just about sports anymore and and this goes not even just to the anthem and the huge celebrations and then it's about oh it's you know we're doing this to support our men and women overseas we're doing it to support first responders uh and then we're going to wear pink shoes to support breast cancer yeah. and then we're going to wear camouflage hats to support veterans uh and and it's just all this and again part of me just says you know can't we just play football yeah exactly that's um, yeah that, that i i am totally with you on that i I am all all for certain social causes, but I feel like so many causes, even causes I like, are being sort of rammed down my throat, and I am injected in the stuff that that they really ought. And again, that's sort of the badge of you know, sort of a totalitarian society is that uh, everything has to be political, if you will. You know what I mean? You can't just just have hey, a football game is a football game. It's got to be a football game, and we're showing our support for uh, whatever research. We're showing that uh, we're opposed to domestic violence. We're showing you know all all these kind of things. Exactly. Which which all may be very very good causes, but uh, you know why does this always have to be the forum? And that's Uh, that's and, and, and and there was and the reason is of course is that the owners want to be able to. Uh, buy their piece, I guess, with with all these various segments of the of the public. Yeah, and and they also, in speaking of buying piece, they've also, you know, they're spending tens of millions of dollars on these uh, on various programs and so forth, kind of in response to the players' protests and that sort right. of thing. But and, the, and not that and not that these charities aren't worthwhile, and yeah, you know, we're going to mail about that. But uh, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but but you know, you, the point you make, and I think it's a good one, is it just seems like there's less and less space that we can't kind of retreat to with that's non-political. I mean, okay. Right. And, and the weird thing is, you know, sports is this kind of very tribal sort of thing, but I've always kind of felt like I can be completely irrational 
about sports because it doesn't matter in that larger sense. But and that allows me to be kind of rational about politics, at least to the extent that I think I am, because I can take my irrational views and attitudes and prejudices and tribalism and kind of pour them into sports teams. Pour them into the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, yeah. exactly that kind of thing. And so, but when you when you make everything political, I mean, this is where I think a lot of folks on the right have, uh, you know, a point that I agree with. I, I think it's just really a bad idea to make, to put, inject that politics into everything. And I'd love to see all of my sports being uh, less political. And I think, of course, I would argue that the NFL is the most political of all of our sports. Uh, and I certainly would like to see less of that, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So uh, the, the other piece, though, that I, I want to say is having said all that, um, I don't, I don't, there's no, there's no first amendment implication here. No, no, uh, no. There's no, there's no void for vagueness implication that, that applies in, in criminal statutes and so forth. Well, that um, would depend. I mean, well, not, not constitutionally, but it would depend how the contract between the players union and the league is, is put together. Oh, so there right. could be so some things. Ambiguity in, in the contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. you're right. Constitutionally. Okay. Not, no. Yeah. Void for vagueness though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but my my point uh, to that is, uh, hey, you're an F NFL owner, uh, you know your league, your rules. Um, you know this this is an employment deal. Um, uh, uh, if you want to uh, make standing for the national anthem a condition of uh, employment, uh, so be it. Um, you know maybe it's a good idea, maybe it's a bad idea. Um, Although uh, yeah, but, one, but I, one, well one thing I point out is that uh, the NFL is a little bit different as our I think believe I believe all major sports league because they've received antitrust exemptions from Congress, which means that Congress has a certain ability if they wanted to to yeah, influence them because they could always threaten to pull that antitrust uh, exemption, which they did. You remember back in when there was the whole steroid scandal in baseball, there was yeah. some talk about doing that. So it gives them a, a lever that they don't have with, say, you know, any other business, that kind of thing. No, I think they still have. They it's just a different lever, I think, and maybe maybe a more powerful level a, a lever, and one that I think would never actually be exercised. Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, you're right. But uh, I'm just talking in, in terms of pure em, employment. I mean, you can you can uh, uh, agree to uh, look. I mean, if if you if you sign up to uh, work for Coca-Cola, uh, you can't go around saying how great Pepsi is. Sure. Um, that's just part of the part of the company, part of the brand, and and that's there's nothing um, uh, illiberal uh, or or a violation of the First Amendment or anything like that, um, you know. And likewise, I mean, you just with most companies, you can't, um, at least in the private sector. I mean, make an ass of yourself yeah. and and somehow embarrass. The, you know, so I, you know, I I I don't see any. Um, you know, other legal prohibition or any other legal leg to stand on. Um, and, yeah, I agree. uh, I agree. So, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, in the end, I think like someone like uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, I think I agree with what he did. I think it was a courageous stand and it, it seems like it has cost him uh, an NFL career, but that doesn't mean he's entitled to an NFL career. Owners get to decide for whatever reasons they want, who they right. hire and who they don't. So there you go. All right. Well, I think that, uh, that about wraps it up. So th again, folks, 
Thanks. I don't have to tell. I'm sure I don't have to tell our supporters this because if you if you care enough to have you know financially supported the show, you've already filled out that survey. You know, survey. Libsyn, com slash politics guys. But if you haven't, for whatever reason, uh, just slipped your mind, that sort of thing, we would really appreciate it. It's going to help us out a lot because basically, Jay, you know this, if we have a broader brace, base, brace, base of people to draw from, if, you know, half of a percent of our audience is great folks like the folks who are listening to this right now support the show. If that base is twice as long, twice as large, that gives us so many more people who will help to keep the show going like like uh, the folks Absolutely. listening to this now. So thanks very much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.